Introduction, Change Your Mindset, Change Your Life. Gorilla Mindset is a book for those of you who want more out of life, that more could be control of your emotions, a better relationship, more money, better romances, a more rewarding career, or even freedom from anxiety and depression. But there's a catch. To get more out of life, you must get more out of yourself. You must take personal responsibility for your thoughts and your emotions. You must stop blaming the system. The days of looking outside of yourself for answers are gone. This goes against what we've all been taught. We're told that the secret to getting more out of life is to buy some new gadget or a car, drink beer, or smoke cigarettes. One successful cigarette ad campaign proclaimed, you've come a long way, babe, as if inhaling cancer represented a triumph of women's liberation and the apex of human freedom. All of us have tried filling the void with material objects. We see something bright and shiny. Maybe there's a new watch or a new car or a piece of jewelry. Something says that we're lacking, and if we make this purchase, it'll fill that void. But it's a lie. To get more out of life, you must get more out of yourself. The hard work, and this is not a book of feel-good nothingness or validation, starts with you. The work is hard, but it's also fulfilling. Gorilla Mindset will teach you how to get the most out of yourself. By the time you finish this book, you'll be on your way to total control of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions, the building blocks of your life. You will get more out of life by getting more out of yourself. Who is Mike Cernovich? That's a way of saying, who am I? As this is a practical book on mindset, you want to know why it'll work for you. And quite frankly, who am I to tell you anything about life? Those are legitimate concerns. That techniques and guerrilla mindset while being involved with science were first applied to my own life and the life of others. I grew up as a child on welfare. I had holes in my clothes. My parents were well-meaning and good people, but they had no concept of how to make or save money. They made mistakes and did the best they could, which is all you can expect from anyone, but they did make a lot of mistakes. Not only was I the poorest kid growing up, but I was naturally chubby. I was bullied. I was afraid to walk home from school as more often than not I would be jumped. I was called names. My dad told me to start taking martial arts, and he even started taking classes with me, but I was not naturally athletic. I was clumsy and out of shape and couldn't even do a single push-up. I hated martial arts classes and would have quit if my dad hadn't been there for me. I just went through the motions because I had no talent or belief in myself. One day, a bully beat me up badly. It was humiliating. My sister had to pull the attacker off of me. I felt demoralized and powerless. There was a mattress in our garage, and I went there and laid down on it, and I cried myself to sleep. When my dad came home from work, he opened the garage door, looked down at me with part pity and part contempt, and he asked me one question that changed my life. When are you going to get serious? Those words, coupled with the expression on his face, were a wake-up call for me. I made the decision there. I would get serious. Very serious. I trained until my body was exhausted and would hit the heavy bag until my knuckles bled. When I read in a martial arts magazine that TIE fighters did 10 rounds of boxing on the heavy bag, I decided to do the same thing. When I learned that TIE boxers would roll up magazines and hit their shins and legs to toughen themselves up, I did that as well. I learned that when you consciously put in work, you will make progress. You might have terrible genetics. You might have the potential to be in the Olympics, or you might not have the potential to do much, but you will improve. I earned my black belt in Taekwondo, boxed, and began beating all the bullies who bullied me. I had hair trigger and would even look for reasons to fight, but I was never happy and my social skills were poor. I was awkward and weird. My mindset was based on vengeance rather than on exploration, connecting with people, and being happy. At one point, I was invited to attend a school lock-in at the YMCA with a bunch of other classmates. I was afraid that I was going to get into a fight, so I put Tiger Balm to keep my joints warm, just in case. I also didn't perform well in school, with every teacher having the same line from my parents at PTA meetings. Michael is so smart, he does not live up to his potential. It wasn't that I enjoyed getting into trouble. 
but I grew up in a poor neighborhood. Where I came from, getting good grades and doing homework wasn't the norm. I'd get into fights, steal stuff from the grocery store, shoot out car windows with a BB gun that I stole. When one of my acts of vandalism made the local newspaper, I even clipped it out and looked at it with pride. To change my life, I had to change my mindset. I had to stop looking at life from a negative, vengeance point of view. I decided to apply myself to my life and to make it better. I became a well-known lawyer, a writer, and now I'm a podcaster who travels the world. In a lot of ways, my successes make me laugh as my life story is unbelievable, and I never would have imagined it could have been possible. And I'm still working at improving every day. Sometimes when people say they like me or ask my advice, it's hard to understand why. There are days I still feel like the fat kid who was afraid to walk home from school. But here I am, successes, failures, and flaws, and all their shame and all their glory. So maybe you'll find the answer to what you're looking for. But I'm going to ask you, isn't it time for you to get serious? If you want to change your mindset, you have to know what is mindset. Mindset is a set of assumptions, methods, or beliefs that you live by and what other people live by and that it modifies your behavior and changes your behavior. In other words, if you have certain mindset beliefs, you're going to behave according to those beliefs. Imagine a computer, the monitor, keyboard, and processor are the hardware. Without any software to run it, your computer would be worthless. Your body is your hardware and your mindset is your operating system. It gives you access to the power of the hardware and determines what software you can run. It lets you get the most out of your computer, allowing you to balance your checkbook or create 3D designs. Your mindset determines how you perceive and interact with the world. The Mindset Revolution was started by Dr. Carol Dweck, who wrote her book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. In Mindset, Dr. Dweck identified powerful research into psychology that showed the differences between success and failure often had less to do with your talent and more to do with the mindset. Specifically, some people had what's called a fixed mindset and some people had a growth mindset. People with a fixed mindset would think, well, I got what I got. My talent is what it is. And because of that, they wouldn't challenge themselves. Other people who maybe didn't have that natural talent but had a growth mindset would say, yeah, I don't have the greatest talent in the world, but I know that I can get better and I can improve. But when you look at people over years, people with the growth mindset actually out-succeeded people who had that fixed mindset. So Dr. Dweck's work is important and valuable, but it's primarily a scholarly work rather than one focused on application. In Gorilla Mindset, you learn how to apply those mindset principles to your own life. In addition, you're going to learn how to think about the world through the mindset of abundance. Adopt an abundance mindset. Just as mindset can be understood as being growth or fixed, the scarcity and abundance mindsets also create a polarity. Those who have an abundance mindset are far more likely to be happy with their lives, and they're more likely to succeed and accomplish their goals. What is the difference? Well, imagine you start with the assumption that we live in a world of limited possibilities. That is a fixed mindset and it's a scarcity mindset. You look around and you see a world of scarce resources. You view yourself as having scarce resources. When you think of yourself that way, you're not going to grow. Now, imagine you believe the world is massive and full of possibilities. Anything you want to do is possible. You recognize that what you do matters, that your choices matter. You recognize that each new day is full of possibilities. How would you act if you knew that anything you wanted to do was possible? Would you live your life differently if you believed that you were abundant and full of potential? Well, your mindset is a choice. Think of those of you who have children or even a playful dog and how each day they wake up with excitement and curiosity. My dog wakes me up in the morning. He jumps up by my bed and licks my face. He acts as if he has never seen me and that our day presents endless excitement. To him, it's as if chasing a ball is something he has never done. He begins each day with an abundance mindset, knowing that anything is possible. Well, we all started off as children. We had that abundance mindset, and we had a genuine fascination and curiosity about life. Somewhere along the way, we lost it. 
But mindset is a choice, and you can find it if you choose to view the world as one of abundance. Change your mindset, change your life. Remember the definition of mindset. It's a set of assumptions and beliefs that you have, and that they're so powerful that your behavior will conform to those beliefs. I know this better than a lot of people, too. As I said, I used to have that fixed mindset. I had that scarcity mindset. But I learned how to view the world through one of abundance and through one of growth. So what I want you to do is understand that the answer to all of life's most difficult problems resides inside of you. You might find that controversial now because you might feel frenzy or stressed out, but it is there if you learn to look at yourself as a resourceful person. I've helped thousands of people change their mindset throughout the years. Men have learned how to be more confident, assertive, and happier by changing their mindset. I have a whole lot of reviews on iTunes that I suggest you read. People have said that the podcast is mind-bending, that it's altered their consciousness. They've said that I provide the most honest outlook on life and that if you just apply these principles, you will change and that change is possible. So I'm here to help you find the right mindset and this book is for you and for those of you who are willing to do whatever it takes to succeed. You have the permission and tools you need to succeed. When is the last time someone sat next to you and asked you what your hopes and dreams were? When if somebody said, what do you want out of life and how can I help you get it? That isn't what happens though. Society usually only speaks about what you owe them, your duties, your responsibilities, and they load you up like a pack mule. You're not allowed to do what you want because that might eliminate your ability to serve others. But what about you? What do you want? What you need is permission and you need tools. I'm giving you permission. As of right now, you have permission to live life on your terms, to live your dreams. This book is the tools, but you have to apply them to your own life to get what you want out of life. The Gorilla Mindset System. At the heart of Gorilla Mindset, or should we say the mind, is going to look at your self-talk, the way you frame things, your mindfulness, and also your mood and state. We're also going to talk about your health and fitness and how working out and lifting weights can improve how you think. This isn't going to be a book that tells you how to get ripped or get abs. It's going to be a book that tells you how to improve how you think by getting the most out of your body. Gorilla Mindset Shifts. Throughout this book, there are immediate steps you can take to the changes the way you think. We call these mindset shifts. The mindset shifts act as a sort of shift in your brain. While these shifts are subtle, you'll find that they turn on parts of your brain that you hadn't used and cause you to think about life differently. At the end of each chapter, we also have some habits for you. We call these guerrilla mindset habits, and these are actionable habits that you can apply immediately to your life. They're small habits, but big change takes small steps. Guerrilla mindset worksheets. And a lot of times, too, it's helpful to write out your patterns of thought and to put pen to paper or put your keyboard to work. Where applicable, I've included worksheets that you can use to further these exercises and to enhance your understanding of mindset. The Gorilla Mindset shifts, habits, and worksheets are going to reinforce what you read. So it isn't a theoretical book. It's a book that you apply to your life. How to use this book. This is a workbook, not a lecture. The operative word is work and you will need to make a commitment to putting in work every day. Reading the book alone is going to be a waste of your time. What I suggest you do is print out the book. If you have the paperback version, write as much as you can. If you're listening to the audiobook, write stuff out. When you put your body and mind together working, when you write it out, when you annotate things, it activates parts of your brain that you might not use. Writing is a physical act that engages your body and mind. It also puts your words into real life so that they're not abstract thoughts. Take ownership of your life. Start by taking ownership of your words. Perform the exercises at the end of the chapter, and you will develop a more powerful, stronger mindset.
Remember, this is your book. You own it. If you don't agree with something that I've said, you don't have to argue with me or prove me wrong. Change it. A lot of what we're going to do here is encourage a conversation. The point is that you do something. If this book instills in you a sense that you must lead a more productive, more conscious life, even if you disagree with all the things I tell you to do, then my job has been done. I'm here to share concepts and specifics, but I'm not a guru. Part of changing your mindset is engaging actively in your own life and the lives of others. So again, if you disagree with me, great. Try something different. Now let's get to work.